And hey, everybody, welcome to the one where my name is Carl Wolf. I am your host. And on the buttons today, we've got Lucas. Hello, hey everyone. How's it going? We all right? Yeah, we're doing good, man. So it's been a while since we've we've been. It's been a while since we've been in the same room together. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a weird that's a weird sentence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did a pop few like a few months ago now. Yeah, yeah, that was around about Christmas time, wasn't it? Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah. Kind of, that'll be a bit more relevant as the episode goes on. But um, uh, but you'll you'll find out why. Um, so, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. Yeah, I went on holiday with the fam. Okay. Uh, yeah, had a mad New Year's. You know, you know so how it is. Where did you go with the fam? I went to the Maldives. Oh, very yeah. nice. So they, uh, they took me. I can't afford to go on what they're paying me here. <laughs> Podcast Do you want to say producer money is not what you think it is? <laughs> um, it's probably definitely what I think it is. Oh, yeah, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the funniest thing to happen to you this week? This week, um, let me think. This week, what day is it? Sunday. As you can tell, he didn't know he was doing this. <laughs> yeah, until no, very as you can recently. tell, I was asleep like an hour ago. <laughs> Um, I did a pretty good gig last night. That was a that was a funny one. Oh, what gig was it? It was at the T Birds. Okay, that was a good one. Rick Keysweater was there. Very funny, very funny man. I was having just a nice chat to him. Nice. I love a nice chat. All right, let's. That's what podcasts are for. It is true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, in the hot seat today we have the wonderful Mister Elliot Dallas. Hello. Hello. Oh, bless you. You see, oh, how are you doing, Elliot? You're right. I'm good. This is very surreal. It is surreal, isn't it? So what? What? This is your first ever. Do you want to speak to Mac a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this is so this is your first ever podcast, isn't it, Elliot? Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. So what podcast have you listened to so far? Um, Other than this one, which you're obviously a big fan of, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I like Bill Burr's podcast a lot. Okay. Um, and. Uh, when they used to do it, I used to really like um, Krista Stefano's and Yannis Pappas's ah. History Hyenas podcast. Is that still not going? Is that not going on anymore? I think they finished that for whatever reason last year. Oh, well, f- screw them. <laughs> Absolutely screw yeah. them. So what do you like about the Bill Burr podcast? It's a bit different to what we're doing today, isn't it, that yeah. one? Uh, I don't know. It's just, you know, uh, it's just crazy, man. It says very very true things very true yeah <laughs> you know, you're not wrong like because he is kind of like the uh, he is kind of like the voice in your head that you want to the voice in your head that says the things you want to say yeah but in polite society yeah. you don't really feel like you can Bill Burr does that for you doesn't he yeah 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 so, so what's been your favourite moment of that podcast so far um, I love how I'm promoting a podcast which really doesn't need much promoting. <laughs> um, uh, he had this thing about a, a while ago. I ca- I'm going to fuck the story up, but like, no, you're not. You're um, perfect. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was when. It, it was when all the like Me Too stuff was at this like peak, uh, and he was talking about the Oscars and stuff, and he's just saying like, <laughs> just every every win like every award winner would just go up there and just like just clap clap for me <laughs> clap they would just say something and then we're like yeah i've said something correct clap everyone let's clap together um i liked that i mean he said it funnier obviously but yeah no he didn't you did you did absolutely perfectly just then yeah uh, but that's kind of a thing though like do you think that clap though is now becoming a real thing on the comedy circuit instead of laughter um so saying the right thing so say a comedian saying what audiences think they want to hear 
not really. No, not really. Um, I, I'm just trying to get laughs at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, no, not really. I've not, I've not experienced that personally myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, m- most people are just trying to get laughs, and then uh, yeah, I mean, me specifically, I'm just uh, yeah, just make them laugh so they don't so they stop staring at me. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's I mean that's fair enough. That's really fair enough. But um, let's crack on a little bit. I mean, let's we're gonna get to the the, the meat and two veg of the thing that we're gonna talk about later on, right? But. I when I've known about obviously we've seen each other quite a lot over the over the few, over the few years that we've been doing comedy, yeah. right? Um, what I've really and what I found really interesting the first time that I saw your set was when you talked about your heritage. Uh, How yeah. often do you get misraced for well for lack of a better term misraced by other people? What do you mean? Like. People assume that you're one thing when you're actually not. Um, uh, well, all the time, but like, <laughs> as in, uh, I don't take it like um, missed race or anything. Like, it's just I'm white, <laughs> uh, so uh, no one, no one thinks to be like he's maybe it's other things. Okay, and uh, then white. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, all the time. That's what. That's why I made it a joke. Um, is because. Uh, yeah, no one knows that I'm Indian, so then people are confused about it when they when they figure it out, uh, and then they see a picture of well, then I show them a picture of my mum, and then and then they still don't really understand. <laughs> that's that's very good. That's actually that's brilliant. Um, so, what is it that? What's the reaction that you generally do get when I tell people that I'm half yeah, Indian? Yeah. Um, they ask like how, and then um, and then I I tell them about my, and then I well and then I tell them that my mum married my dad, and um, uh, and that it brought great shame to her family <laughs> in the racist 1996. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. They yeah they just keep asking. The mostly the most people that are interested in it are, are the Indian people. So they like. Um, yeah, they just they just uh, they just say they're like um, how and then they call me Gora. Do you know what Gora means? Um, what does Gora mean? Gora like Gora means white boy, but like it's like uh, not a nice term. I think it's funny. So, like, <laughs> I don't mind. Like, they say Gora and then like 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 Gora bastard. Um, Gora, ba- okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't mind. It's like yeah, it's it's. I mean, it is a slur, but it's like I don't mind it. Um, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what more to say. If I'm honest. Okay, that's fair enough. So, when what? So, what was it like growing up in? I'm, I'm very interested because obviously I'm mixed heritage as well. Mm. What was it like for you growing up as growing up as a mixed race, but as someone who is mixed race or dual heritage? Uh, I don't really think about it. Like it wasn't like um, it wasn't. I didn't think I didn't like have this whole uh, I I wouldn't I didn't have like an identity crisis or anything like that that's good or maybe I do I'm just (laughs) unaware of it Um, no it's just the way I think of it is that like all of my family at home are brown except for my sister so like like I'm just like I just hang out with Indian person I'm like it's just normal thing whereas like I hang out with white guys sometimes I'm like 
I don't know. I don't know what these people are like. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you that, know what I mean? Yeah, I do kind of get. I do kind of get. What, I do kind of get what you like, mean. You know, like you know how like um, uh, you know, like when a duck, like a duck, imprints itself onto like other animals, and then it thinks it's that other animal. I didn't know that ducks did that. Yeah. So when they when when a duck is born, they imprint. So like, what the first thing they see, they so superimpose that as their parent parental figure. So you mm-hmm. can put you could put a dog in front of a cat, and then they would think that the dog is their mum. Okay. Uh, that's the sort of analogy I'm trying to make. That I came out and I um, <laughs> and I didn't recognise myself as white. So I was just yeah. You imprinted on on all the brown people. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Lucas, where are you from? I'm from the exotic land of Essex. Ah, nowhere else? Uh, no, just Essex. Yeah, my whole family's from London. But uh, you couldn't tell. Turn the camera on yourself, sir. Come on. You couldn't uh, You couldn't tell I was from Essex. I have a joke about how everyone from Essex uses fake tans. So they've got orange skin mm-hmm. and they bleach their hair, so they've got pale white hair. But I got it the wrong way around. <laughs> And I get that I don't sound like someone from Essex. Wow, what? Often, okay, which so I take personal pride in. What is the Essex sound? What is? What, come on, do your best Essex accent. The Essex sound is is a horrible grating <laughs> sound of an accent. It's like I mean I'm sure you, we've all watched Towie and yeah. uh, Love Island. Yes, we which, have. And I'm from that bit of Essex actually. My cousin was on Love Island a couple of years ago. Really? Which one? Which? <laughs> she was a uh, uh, Georgia Harrison. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is she all right? Yeah, she's doing well. She's doing okay. good. Good I, to know. Saw her a couple of Christmases ago. How do you... I never... Like, what... How do you... How do you, like, get on? Yeah. Do you just turn up and, like, say some ra- outrageous shit? <laughs> I think so. I think they just have auditions and you've got to look, like, sexy and buff and tanned and stuff. Okay. Because they all look the same. They're all just, like, generic... Yeah buff people yeah, like mm. with no personalities yeah so i think you've just got to audition and convey yourself as that type but what's the auditioning process <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't know just but like... you do a maths test and if you fail then you get through <laughs> <laughs> i don't funny. know probably they same like they ask questions about you like it's an interview yeah. you've got to be funny i guess like yeah. i don't know i imagine it's not dissimilar from something like x factor or britain's got talent well, i think yeah. From what I've seen of the inter- of the interview process, right? You've got to be. They look for someone who is going to be kind of malleable for the produ- for the producers. Uh, so they'll be a- weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weak. Someone they can break. Listen, that I sounds so Harvey Weinstein like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just let me. Yeah. Well, it kind of is though. If you're yeah. looking at if you're looking at the show, um, the, and there's this great. TV film which Reggie Yates made, and it's yeah. a it's a written scripted film. It's a written scripted film about this um, this reality TV star who gets off a show which is akin to Love Island, mm. and it's about his um, how he auditioned for it, how he got the how he got the role, and also what his life is like now that the show's finished. Mm. And that's probably from what I can see because he did a lot uh, from listening to a lot of podcasts that he's done. He's, he did a lot of research and spoke to a lot of people who'd actually taken part in the show. And they, and it's very, sim- what you see in the film is very, very similar to that. Mm. So I'd highly recommend that as a watching thing if you want to know what the interview process is like. But I was watching The Apprentice recently, right? And I had this discussion with someone last night. Um, 
I can't tell the difference between the Apprentice contestants and the Love Island contestants. <laughs> do, are they like I've not watched. I don't watch Love Island. I've, I haven't seen um, Apprentice in about a long time. Are they like? Uh, I don't know. Are they having sex with each other on The Apprentice now? Yeah, Shag and Alan Sugar. That's it. That's the that's the new thing. That is the new thing. I haven't watched since the. Um, what was the fit one called? The, the fit one, Karen Brady. She's, uh, <laughs> not her. Um, um, was it Nick Parsons? No, <laughs> Louisa. Louisa <laughs> something. Louisa's. Louisa Johnson. Do you, know, do you know what I'm talking about? I remember. Yeah, there was something. It was a thing. Louis, like she was like she was fit. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I think I probably watched that one. That was the one. That was the last one I watched. Okay. And then uh, and then I kind of dropped off. Um, <laughs> Yeah, are they? Why are they? They've gotten more vapid. They've gotten more. They, they, I mean, a bit more vapid, a bit more soulless. What does vapid mean? I'm, like, I'm not that smart. Yes, <laughs> neither are they. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do fine on the show. <laughs> um, a bit more like, uh, not exactly airheaded, but they are more um, looks, but more looks based. If that makes sense. Oh, you like, mean they're more of an image than yeah, yeah. Like the image, and they're like oh, yeah. entrepreneurs. Like, they definitely did like a BTEC in business studies. <laughs> Yeah. Like every like almost every one of the women in the show. This is not. I'm not trying to slight anybody, right? But it's just weird to me that every single, almost every single one of them. <laughs> I feel like you're building up to say <laughs> super misogynistic. Yeah. <laughs> All women are fucking bitches. <laughs> uh, I forget that this is recorded. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so where do you work again, Elliot? Huh? <laughs> no, man, no, man. Um, um, yeah, they all have. Like they're all Botoxed and cheek filled up to ev- to the mat to the max, and it's just like, really, is this what we're co- is this what we've come to? Is this what you feel like you have to do? Are oh, the guys all like gym people? A lot of them are, yeah, and the ones who aren't get voted off. Oh, so. they're all bulging out their two piece yeah. suits. Mm. Yeah, but it looks very uncomfortable. Do they sit like this? Because I've noticed the one thing you can tell is that between who's comfortable. <laughs> They, if they don't undo this bit yeah they, sit yeah. Down they always do that when they sit down they button up their shirt yes oh my god they do like it's bad for tailoring it must it be is. some sort of like power play that they read in a book and now they all do it alan sugar's book probably isn't it maybe yeah well, no it's the what's it the uh the art of the deal uh no it's the art deal is that that's trump that's trump's one yeah i was gonna talk about uh, i read a bodily language book when i was like 17. So <laughs> what, i can tell yeah what was it what did uh, it, what did it you, teach first of all if you if you're on a date sitting opposite each other is defensive but if you should if you if i sat next to you or here um that's more uh so it sounds weird doesn't it but like it's well, if you sat next to someone on a date if you sat if you sit if you sit next to somebody, so if somebody's next to me here, then we're more likely to be in agreement about things because there is no barrier but like separating us. So yeah. what if I sat here? Well, this is also still a barrier. I mean, as yeah. The table is the the table is your defence. Yeah, it is. But, but as in, I have better. This it sounds creepy. Yeah, I've it got, sounds like you just get a really sore neck. Yeah. Though. Because you'd just be turning like to the. Well, no, not too much. You just like. Well, you could just or turn maybe. your body, right? Like, question: How many dates have you been not on? Many, as well? no. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? I only talk to people at bars, like because <laughs> I can go up next to them on the bar. <laughs> have you tried that on a date before? 
yeah. <laughs> and how did it go? Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't. They they finished after two days. <laughs> yeah. They wanted to play ping pong, but you were like refused. <laughs> yeah. Too, <big>. yeah. <laughs> too much of a physical barrier. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I wanted to play squash. <laughs> yeah, there's no barrier. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So, has any of your family come and seen you do comedy? Uh, I, my sister came once. Um, I went to. She went to. She did a gig in Exeter once. Um, what gig was it? Do you remember? Uh, it's like stand up for Exeter. Some, I don't know exactly what it was called. It was a few years ago. Classic um, name. Classic name. Um, there's a really nice room. I thought they got. They did it. They booked. They booked me. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do in the theatre. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. I'm going to do a theatre. Oh god. And then and then it was like the. The function room of the theatre. <laughs> so I was like, I like looked it up on Google. I was like, oh, I'm gonna like this many people. This is gonna be really cool. Um, and I was like, yeah, I asked to open. This is gonna be fucking cool as shit. Um, <laughs> and then I get there, and it's like it's still a nice room. Think of it, it was like much smaller, but like 100, 150 people could get in there. Mm -hmm. um, and my sister came. She was like towards the front of the middle, and I started really well. I started very, very well. Yeah, I was really happy with it. And I just didn't have enough material, and then I just started bombing after that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> after seven minutes, I was like, "I've <sighs> run out of jokes." <laughs> yeah, I just, I just ran out. I, like, I did a like. What I realised now was probably more of a London centric style joke. And did you joke about the Central Line? No, I didn't. But like, as in, like, as in, like, you know, when you say it's like people are going to have some reasonable context to it, like, mm. given they live around here. Um, and I said a joke, it, it bombed, and I was like, um, so how about those farmers? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like... And there was uh, uproar. Yeah, yeah they, like, they just looked at me like, what about them? <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't know, I was hoping you would tell me. Um, yeah, and then I got off stage, and my, yeah. And they, they, my sister, was really, she brought her a housemate, and they were really sweet, but yeah, they were honest. Did they like, do the whole... That was so brave of you. Yeah. Yeah, my her friend did. She's like, he's really brave. Isn't that is the worst, isn't it? That is the absolute worst. Like, just tell me I'm terrible. Like, tell yeah, me I don't I mind. I don't yeah. mind. It's the sympathy that's worse. That I I hate that. After if you bring someone to a gig that you bomb at and it's someone you know, mm. the yeah. sympathy you get afterwards is worse than the bombing. I find. Oh, I don't bring people like that. Yeah, no. I don't bring people anymore. <laughs> I like don't. I remember I, I remember I brought a friend once and she. I bumped so many times in front of her that she was like, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> I bombed at a gig here, actually, last week, last week yeah, Sunday. It's hard here. Ding, ding dong. Yeah, yeah um, I did. It's a, it's a very well-run show. Um, ding, dong, ding dong comedy, right? Um, I got up. I sped the route. I sped up. So um, And I did. I lasted a minute and a half. Got a couple of laughs in, which was fine. But... I was talking. I was doing too quickly. Got and one joke I did just got got gonged off completely. Right, um, got some good feedback for it, and I was able to use that feedback. And that feedback I used mm -hmm. at a new show, at another show, then got me a gig. At a pro, well, I was got me booked on a gig at a pro show, so that's, that's good. good. But after the gig, a certain um, he, you may know him, um, regular listeners, um, a certain Kazakhstani podcast producer. <laughs> um, Came up to me afterwards because he was working. The, he was working the. Um, he was working the sound and tech. He burst out laughing and put his ha put his hand on my shoulders. Well, that's nice. You can always rely on Arslan. I love him, but I think I prefer that reaction to 
the whole oh man you i i really like just up i really liked you i was like no just come on just be honest with me just yeah. be honest i prefer that yeah you do like it but still hurtful yeah <laughs> still painful i I, I bombed the the ding dong here of like this is the second week it was on and uh, I work here as well, so it was in front of everyone I know. That's tough. Oh, my workers! I brought my then girlfriend as well. Did she break up she with you there. straight after? No, but she—it was a very awkward tube ride back. She was like, "I don't know if I want to come see you again anymore. <laughs> we're gonna do that badly." Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I introduced her to Luke as well, and he was like, "Oh, buddy." Oh no, <laughs> that was the worst one. But I think the worst bit was that um, Mooch actually gave. I was in the middle of doing a bit. And Mooch was like, oh, I'll give you another chance to like, like do this bit again. And I did it again. Uh, and it was no. absolutely <laughs> Oh, no. So I got a second chance, which, you know, you shouldn't have gotten. And I fucked it up again. Yeah, it was funny. so bad. I just refused to read the room and admit that I was bombing. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very stubborn. But, yeah, it was uh, funny. <laughs> what's been your best and your worst gig that you've ever done? Uh, I had an awful gig last night. Where? Uh, stand-up club in London Bridge um, I opened I bombed for 10 minutes straight <laughs> 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 it was awful <laughs> the MC was so lovely but after the guy went up who, who went up on second he, he did he did much better and then she goes to him she's like uh, she's like that was great I got some really really good belly laugh mm. and then just I'm like standing right next to them and then she's like Hey, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't even acknowledge me. I just left. <laughs> was it a full room or was it like... No, no, it was like, you know, like, it was like a, a room up upstairs above a pub that was like, uh, that they pretended like a curtain was a door. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and the bar staff was like, uh, thought, yeah, it was just a weird gig. Uh, I want to do it again. Um, you want to do it again? Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, worst gig. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I've had quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had more. Best, I'll tell you, best gig I ever had was, uh, have you done Strange Brew in Deptford? I haven't done Strange Brew, no. Have you done Strange Brew? No. You should do that. That's a really yeah? good gig. Okay. Um, it's really nice there. Um, uh I was just really angry that day. Um, <laughs> I was just really, I was really pissed off. Um, there was like so many people there, and this sounds really horrible, but like there was a lot of people at that gig. There was a lot of like it was a really nice audience, and everyone going up. This is like I think it was just the day before the Fringe. It was like thirty first of July, like a few years ago in two thousand nineteen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, that was the year you did art. Uh, you did art. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah. I ate shit Car there yeah, as well. Ca <laughs> ca yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get on. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, first guy went up. He was trying to work out the last 10 minutes of his show. It was not there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't there. Like, it was just, it was, it kept, I, I like, he kept on saying, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, which is a bit of a pet peeve for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like ladies and like, like, uh, like, like. Do you know? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. do. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, or like, or people going, do you know what I mean? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing that now. Aren't yeah. I? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't um, referencing you, but like, yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't have anything, and then uh, next guy goes up, doesn't have anything. Next guy goes up, nothing. <laughs> 
guy before me gets a few laughs uh like starts well actually he i was like oh great this be fun like gets a few laughs and then um and it starts dying again and then i got pissed off because i was like i was just like i don't know like it, it like some sort of like anger came over me like <laughs> I've just like people are coming here to have a good time like <laughs> stop fu- like do something funny and then yeah and then I crushed and that was good um, do you think it helps when an audience it, when a, uh, do you help do you think it helps more when the comedians before you do well or do you think it helps when when they- uh, it depends I saw um, do you know I don't know second name Aaron Aaron um, Northern Irish guy Aaron McCann yeah I saw him at the, at the blackout a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, not a couple of weeks, just before Christmas, and he's so funny, mm. like absolutely crushed. And I was like, I have to be that good now. Um, and I, I, like, I was proud of that set. Like, I did well that time. So it kind of depends. Like, um, how long did you last? I did the whole time. I did the oh. whole time. Um, oh. As in, good for you, son. As in, good for you. Um, but like, yeah, like when you see, like when you see someone like doing really well, it's like you have to match that level. You can't just go up there and be like, "Hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hello, you guys are right. Um, <laughs> my name's Elliot." Blah blah. blah. Um, no, he was really funny, and I was like, "Yeah, it was just, it was very nice. It was like, it's like inspiring. I guess that's the, that's probably the right word." Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, My thing is, like, this was part of the feedback for me, right? Um, I say write a lot yeah. on my set. And I had to, and I didn't notice it, obviously, until the feedback from the gong show. And I then had, I did the next gig, the, a gig the next day, which then got me a gig the pro show. But in my head, I was counting the times I said mm. that word whilst on stage. And I just, and I counted it about eight times where it did not need to be there. Mm. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that, that is, that must have sounded awful. Mm. Genuinely awful. But man, we don't realise it until we, we don't realise it until afterwards, I do you? Yeah, it was just a verbal tick. That's yeah. It is. It's not, you weren't saying it like, when are you saying it? Are you like saying right after, uh, after a punchline? You know, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Me too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, 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 my thing I've noticed recently is that I'll start talking about a premise. I'll, I'll be like, do you know what I mean? I haven't said the premise. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like, this is, do you know what I mean? They're like, no, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about yet. Um, no, elaborate, please. Yeah. And then I catch myself doing it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just the idea runs faster than your, than your mouth. Hmm. Yeah. So, Let's get into the, let's get into what we're talking about. Um, we're gonna take. I usually I ask the comedian, the people who I have on to think to think of a sitcom that they actually like or dislike enough to talk about. I decided to switch things up a little bit this time, and I got you to watch a show. A show didn't didn't I? Yeah, the the honeymoon. The honeymooners, right? Yeah. From nineteen. Do you know when this was actually made? It said fifty six or sixty five. Nineteen fifty five to fifty six. Yeah. Um, and it stars Jackie Gleason, the legend that is. He's the fat guy. He's the fat guy. Yeah. Oh. The um, Jackie Gleason as um, uh, as Ralph Crampton. Yeah. And I can't remember her name, but uh, his but yeah, his the, wife, yeah. not his wife in real life, but the lady who plays yeah. Alice. Yeah. And Art Carney as one of the as one of the neighbors and his wife Trix and his wife Trixie. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you think of the? What did you think of it? First of all, because this is 
interesting. Like, I just found it. I'm gonna let you decide. What, what did you think? What did you think of it? Did, had you heard of it before? Or? I heard of it. Um, I watched the night was the the Christmas one. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Like uh, it's very like slapstick. Mm. I liked I liked that part actually. That was that was like, um, yeah, like a very like nice. Yeah, it was just nice. I like it was just guy's dumb. His friend is even dumber than him. <laughs> uh, uh, his wife is really smart and 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 then uh yeah just yeah i liked uh, um it reminded me of how like far back it was because it was like the they were like talking about saving up for christmas it's like I saved up 22 pounds or 22 dollars <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah i remember that uh, well um yeah i i like I, I don't know um i had a thought earlier what was it um ask me another question i'll come back to you okay <laughs> Um, so, all right. So we had, so you had that. So it's, I ha I've done a lot of research into sitcoms, obviously, and the reputation that this one has is that it's quite a sexist, quite a sexist show. From the ones I've watched, because I'm actually quite getting quite into it now, mm. um, it's much less. Would you agree that it's much less sexist than its reputation proceeds? I mean, I only watched one episode, so I don't know. It might have been the least sexist episode out of the... <laughs> okay, uh, based on that one episode that you saw. Um, Cause I was... A little bit, yeah. Like, the, like the, the joke, what was it? The joke, the, the present they both, both the wives got. So um, his wife and then... See, it's me being sexist now, calling him his wife. Uh, <laughs> Alice. Alice, yeah. The, the, she got, and then I think her neighbours, the neighbour's uh, wife got. Yeah. They both got an orange squeeze or yeah. a lemons, you know, I'm at the yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, which is like it's not present. Um, <laughs> I'd be pissed if I got that. Um, <laughs> just, just, just fucking, just yeah, great. I can make juice. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. I guess that like those. Yeah, but like it's in it's within the times, right? As in, um, like they were like there was a, yeah. I guess so. But you can compare anything like. It was probably more racist. It was just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen them be racist yet, but I'm pretty Neither sure. Have I. No, have I. I'm. I mean, I'm. But I'm pretty sure, just judging by that era, that there may be a few. There may be a few. There may be a few racial jokes in there. But I'll have to get through more of the series to actually get to actually get to that. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that Jackie Gleason is perfect in this role. Yeah, he's really funny. I mean, cause it originally it was originally it was a sketch, right? So the honeymooners was a, was a sketch as part of a, as part of a larger show, and this is the spin this is the spin off. Okay. Um, I am complete. I just think that he just embodies Ralph Crampton absolutely uh, just perfectly. Like he does the he's likable. He is unlikable at the same time, and. The way that I think Alice is written, and I think that because he did have, I can't be sure, but I think he had some something to do with the writing as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that must mean that he had some idea about how to create the character of Alice. And the fact that he's made her not just this doting, the doting sitcom wife that usually you get from the 1950s sitcoms. Mm -hmm. She's actually got a brain, she's actually got a brain cell and she can give as good as she gets. It's a testament to his talent. Uh, yes. 
I don't know what to say to that. I wasn't. Yeah. Do yeah, you agree I, or disagree, sir? It was fun. Like the one episode I watched. Yeah, it was funny. I get. I guess that was it, right? It was just. Uh, yeah, like. Um, I don't know. I. Uh, I was just thinking the way he remind his character reminded me of like do you know Don like Don Rickles. Yeah. yeah. Like very like silly, funny, a bit like like. Uh, like he didn't he's not really roasty like he doesn't roast people that much but like at the end of the at the end it's quite sweet at the end like you know, yeah like he'll finish a roast and then he'll say I, like i love you best thing happened in my life or whatever and then and then it's like nice mm. um it's like punch 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 and then kiss like yeah that was sort of it yeah yeah i kind of agree oh, well yeah i'd say he's yeah the rickles thing i don't the rickles thing i mean really, i don't i don't really see the rickles thing necessarily yeah but he does kind of say what I'm, just, I'm genuinely trying to think I'm genuinely trying to think of this now because I've got Don Rickles in my head and I kind of do now, now that I think about it right just thinking about how Don Rickles talks mm. I can kind of see where, I can kind of see where you're coming from well he's like he starts out like as in he's well like his character like starts out he's a bit of a fool Mm -hmm. taking the piss out of things or like he's a bit of an idiot mm. but then at the end of the show he like expresses his emotions like very clearly yeah which is like something that Don Rickles is good at or like at the end he'll say like he says at the end of the episode uh, I want what was it uh, I got you this I didn't want to get you this gift because I was ashamed because somebody had already bought you this gift and yeah maybe look like a bad husband yeah and his wife enough and also there was the thing about him being tricked into thinking that it was from a foreign country. Yeah, as he'd been played by yeah. like salesman. Um yeah. So like as in instead of him just being like sort of stereotypical man and then not admitting his feelings and then just going about the whole show miscommunicating for twenty two minutes. <laughs> um, he spends at least a couple of minutes at the end just being honest. Mm. Which is uh yeah. I swear that's what all films are made of. It's just a miscommunication <laughs> half the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where like, sitcom characters, generally speaking, aren't allowed to grow. Mm. Because, or they're not allowed to grow too much. Because if they grow too much, then they lose what makes them funny. Oh, okay. So you're saying they have to stay as a character. Yeah. yeah. So Ralph Crampton has to reset yeah, every, uh, every, every time. Yeah. So, like, he does the stupid, like he does the stupid thing with Norton played by Art Carney um, and they learn the lesson and they learn the lesson at the end funny enough though did you know you know Yogi Bear right mm -hmm. okay guess okay Yogi Bear Art Carney's character Norton was the inspiration for the uh, voice of Yogi Bear I could see that because he's like silly and like throws he's playing the uh, the tinsel on the on on, on the tree yeah. and also the, and also the voice it's like oh, oh. yeah 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 yeah, that would make sense. I can see that. Yeah. And obviously, this was the precursor for the... Well, this was what inspired the Flintstones, this show. The Yogi Bear or...? No, the Fli I mean, the whole... The Honeymooners itself okay, inspired, the, Flint inspired yeah. the Flintstones. Okay, that makes sense. Can you see... Yeah, you can see that, can't you, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the Flintstones in a long time. I was going to say... <laughs> I haven't watched a flick you make it, you've made me look back at something from the 50s and then you asked me to look at something from the what was the Flintstones 1964 
Actually, Paul, actually, when was the Flintstones made? I mean, probably 1964. Yeah. Probably. You've done your research. Uh, check it out. I'm just checking a little bit more. I mean, it's in that ballpark, isn't it? But I kind of want to be certain. I would say so. Flintstones. This is the bit where we do order 1960 quality. was the first episode. 1960? Yeah. Okay. Well, I apologize. 1960 to 66. Okay. Well, I apologize to the Hanna-Barbera Corporation to, for being, for, um, for getting that, for getting that one, for getting that wrong. But, okay, if you could remake it, right? Let's... Oh, the honeymoon. You know, yep, sorry. Yep, I just did the thing again. If you could remake it, the honeymooners, despite the fact it's already been remade a few times and there's already talk of another reboot of it. Yeah. How would you do it for this generation? If you had no, cho if you had no choice, you have to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh CBS has given you like a hundred million dollars. You've got to, you've got to do this. Yeah, I've got no choice because I'm weak to produce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, you're uh, very malleable. Yeah, very malleable to producers. Just, uh, well, I don't know. Would I have any say in the first place? Right, I'd have to make. It would have to. Uh, I don't know. Do you mean to today's standards? You mean or it's, like, it's up to you. It's your remake. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. What's the what's the premise of the show? Uh, uh, give me the because I haven't watched enough of it. Okay, so the pre premise of the show is Ralph Gramp uh, Ralph Crampton. He's a bus he's a bus driver. Yeah, he's very loud, very opinionated. His wife um his wife Alice is a, is a fifties housewife who, despite being at home alone a lot of time, doesn't have a lot of fifties housewife doesn't have a lot of fifties housewife qualities in that she's a very, she's much smarter than her husband. Mm -hmm. And then there's the back and forth sparky relationship between the two of them. Yeah, um, I would probably like to see a London version of it, where it's like London bus driver, but <laughs> yeah, London bus driver. Yeah, London bus driver version would be funny. It just. <laughs> just fucking there's just, buses in London yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but like yeah like I would want I would want to see one like made in like I don't know uh, yeah it's just one like made in Shepherd's Bush or something just like <laughs> yeah just like a mix of characters it's just like would it, does he ever show him on the bus in the show? Um, in, the, in the house. The occasionally house. they do. Occasionally they do break into other into other settings. Yeah. So yeah, you do get to see him on the bus occasionally, but most of it is the relationship set, between the it, two. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was going to say I would have liked to have seen him <laughs> go around Shepherd's Shepherd's Corner, uh, Shepherd's Shepherd Bush Green, Shepherd's Corner, Shepherd's Bush uh, Green. Yeah. Um, uh, so what kind of characters would you have on the bus then? Uh, it's obviously like yeah I don't know just old old Nigerian grandmother <laughs> one <laughs> old Nigerian grandmother um, uh, yeah I mean I like I live in Shepherd's Bush so it's just I'm just is this your, <laughs> is this just, is this just the characters on your commute is yeah, this what it's just, to you yeah, yeah what's relevant to me at this particular point in my life um basically like no white people is that's how would make the show right that's it um yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know i just want to see it like i don't know i'm trying to think i don't have any smart answers why no white people that's the question 
just it'd be nice you know what i mean just <laughs> just they've had their time <laughs> i mean <laughs> um what about an all-female remake uh, <laughs> <laughs> gen z and woke yeah uh i i didn't like the ghostbusters thing <laughs> like that i didn't why not elliot why didn't you like the ghostbusters thing <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so conscious this is being filmed. I don't want this to come back to me. It won't uh, come back to you, don't worry. It's fine. We can edit. Do you want to edit this? Do you want to edit that bit out? Uh, well, can you edit the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so afraid that I'm going to say something that's going to come back to me. No, dude, you're not. Don't worry. You've literally said, you've said nothing. You said, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but standards change over time. It was my mean? fault for talking about all female remakes. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the blame. <laughs> that's okay. I've got Twitter. I understand how it works. I'm yeah. Well, I don't I'm have, sure I, I don't, I, I don't have any of that stuff. I mean, I don't, that, that stuff doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> but like no listen, I just I just don't I just don't want, like if it's real I don't want it <laughs> does that make sense if it's real you don't want it yeah like I don't know what it means to be I don't know what cancelling does I oh, don't right. know what it does oh okay does that make sense yeah 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 like I think so yeah. so you're not on social media and stuff I am but as in like I don't I, I don't like to, I've not, I haven't got Twitter oh okay but you got Instagram and stuff yeah, but I only I have it for gigs and stuff. Like I don't. Do you, you, know, do you yeah, actually like yeah. it? No, I mean, it's not a thing that. It's kind of for this. It's kind of a necessary. It's kind of a necessary thing, because I use it a lot to get my profile out there. Yeah. Um, whether and I don't necessarily watch a lot of mainstream news channels. Yeah. I mean, I don't what go to the far, to the far right kind of stuff. That's that's just weird. And the the right wing and the far left news things on online. That's just weird as well. But I don't watch a lot of news channels. I don't do I don't do um I don't do a lot of the BBC and that kind of stuff. And this, so I do get a lot of a lot of my information. I do get from social me from social media and stuff. Um, obviously, I form my own opinions about that about those things. And I can see why they are, why it's a, it's a potentially very dangerous thing. Yeah. But I've used it for. I think I've used it quite well for this. I I I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I, so, so. It's not something that I necessarily like. Yeah, no, I get it. That makes it. You got to do things you don't always want to do. But mm. I just yeah, I just don't like. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, let's change topic. Yeah. Like <laughs> so the honeymooners. Huh? <laughs> how would you? So how? So you'd set it in Shepherd's Bush. You make it more multicultural cast, right? Yeah. That, okay. That's, that's the that's the that's the concise way of saying what I said. Yes. Yes. A multicultural multicultural cast. Yeah. Um, would it be in front of a live studio audience like this one was, or would it be single camera? Single cameras, like when it's like filmed and then they do different scenes, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I would like actually like the live one. That oh would yeah, be cool actually because they don't most most sitcoms are single camera now. Yeah, they? yeah, know. they are. Most of them are. Yeah, I would probably like that because um, then it's like more of a performance, mm. and then they've got like you can't like it has to be funny. Yeah, you can't like you can't add the laugh in like you have to be like you have to be funny or whatever the for the whatever is ne whatever emotion is necessary or reaction. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You just film it, 
film at Shepherd's Bush Theatre or something, or the M, like, and then, I don't, yeah, I don't know, just, I'm trying to think, theatre nearby. Um, yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. Motor camera. Yeah. Okay, motor camera. That's cool. That's good. I like. I like the fact. I like that. I like. I actually went to a motor camera taping actually of a of. Have you heard of the sitcom Kate and Kodji? Where? Oh. Kate and Kodji. Have you heard of that sitcom? No, I haven't heard of it. No, it's on. It's on ITV. It's just about to go into its second series, and I went to one of the tapings, and I'll tell you what, it is watching how they make those kind of shows. Yeah. I was in heaven, genuinely okay. in heaven, because it was like, oh my god, this is how. The sausage is made, and you kind of like what well, you kind of assume. <laughs> Usually, that's a bad. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad <laughs> sausage is made. Yeah. Listen, you can get some decent sausages. Put the casing around all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where the shit comes. I stared into the anus of sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> You're just looking at different characters, like, oh, that's cholesterol. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, such a, I'm such a dick. <laughs> That's why I got you on. I wouldn't. I didn't expect anything else. <laughs> um, um, but no, you got to see like with those live tapings. You think that a lot of the laughter is canned, right? It's not. It's not. Okay. What they'll do is they'll do a few. They'll do a few takes, mm-hmm. and they and the first take or the second take. Your is the take that often get the laughter. Yeah, and then sense. they'll do because they get th- bored of the joke. Often. Then they'll do a few. They'll do a few more. They'll do a few more takes mm. just to see how well the actors. Well, how to see the best takes for the actors, and then they'll take the laughter from the take from the first few takes and add it in and add it into the bit that and they the bit add it into the scene which they want to choose. That makes sense. I wouldn't like that. I would just like the one, like as in like like a play. As mm. in, bam, done. As in, like, you have to, you, like, because... You have to get it right. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise it's like what you were saying earlier about, like, doing the joke again and then, like, what? maybe it's just a dead joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, like, do... Do you know what I, mean? yeah. I do know what you... Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm kind of on board with you. I'm just thinking about how that would play on TV because then you'd have to be, like... Some, that- some episodes would be funnier than others. That would be it. Or you just, like... <laughs> That would, that would just be it, right? You're, you're, well, the thing is, you're kind of talking about Mrs. Brown's boys right now. Is that what they do there? Yeah, because one, one thing they okay. keep because they keep in all they keep in all the outtakes. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It depends on it depends on the show, I guess. Um, but people love that show, right? Yeah, I fucking I love that show. I can't lie. I've not seen it in a. Yeah, I think okay. I've watched it at Christmas once, and that was about it. It's worth it, man. It's what. Yeah, I can hear what people are already thinking of typing. It's worth watching. It is good. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making more multi making more multi cultural. Yep. Still keep still keep the multi cam. Um, who would you have playing Ralph Crampton? Um. Big nasty. Big nasty. Yes. <laughs> Big nasty. Yes. Big Nasty's funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Yes. Big Nasty would be the best. Who would play? Who'd play Alice? Uh, Big Nasty. And I'm trying to think. Because it needs to be someone who's smarter than Big Nasty's character. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had an idea, but I don't think it would work. Go for it. Um, what's her name on Countdown? Rachel Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be sick. I mean, yeah, that could be good. Huh? That'd be cool. That'd be good. I bet Big Nasty would love that. That's what I mean. <laughs> 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 what 
woman, come here. That's... <laughs> That's the trailer for the show. <laughs> that clip right there is the trailer for the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so big nasty Rachel Riley. Yeah. Who would play Norman? Norman's the Norman's Yogi Bear, right? Yeah. Um then have to be someone silly, right? Um Yeah, it'd be British. How old's Nor is he like roughly the same age? Yeah, roughly the same age as Okay. Uh, silly. They don't get much sillier than Big Nasty. Mm. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Big Nasty's really funny. Um, he'd have to have someone a bit more dry. He'd have to maybe change the character for mm. a bit. Like he'd have to be more of a straight man. Okay. Um, than the other characters. Well, if he was alive, he's not. But Sean Locke, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. You do know the whole only white people only white people comment has gone out the window completely now. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, so I was trying to think. Oh, well, different. I don't know. I'm trying to think who's that. I don't know how to. I don't know that. I, I mostly have an understanding of the main character, but not the other. So I'm not sure yet. Okay, maybe, maybe not Sean Lockwood well, because he's not, not here anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, come back to me on that. Who, who would you have? I would probably. I I think I like your idea of big nasty. Yeah, I would probably have as the wife. Oh, let's go for. I'd say maybe Jamelia. Jamelia Jamil. No, Jamelia. Who's Jamelia? Jamelia, former like former singer. She's done a bit of acting as well. She does a bit of acting as well. She was on Loose Women like years ago, but she's still. I think she'd be. I think she'd be very good for. uh, Very good um, foil for him. I think for the neighbors, I'd probably have. I kind of agree with the fact that it may have to be a straight man. Um, I'd probably say someone like Paul Chowdhury. Yeah, I see that. That makes sense. And for tr- um, for Trixie, I'd probably for Paul Chowdhury's wife, I'd probably say um, I'd probably say what's her name. Rona Mitra from um, oh Rita, si- Rita Simons. I don't who, know any of those two. Who used to be on um, who used to be on EastEnders, but very good. Which very one's good. Rita? She was Roxy, Roxy and Ronnie. Oh. yeah, yeah, it would work. Yeah, Ro- yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Cool. Yeah, Elliot Dallas. I think that as a podcast, sir, that is brilliant. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's all right. Don't <laughs> <laughs> look into that camera and say where people can find you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Just come to a gig. Come, okay, yeah. cool. Um, if you want to let me know what gigs you want to plug, then I'll let then. Oh, I'll I, don't, let... I, I, I might bomb at most of them, so I'd rather. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Cool. Come when I'm good. Come when you're good. So that'll be your next gig then, yeah? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time, boy. All right, um, dude. All right, <clears throat> thank you so much for coming on. That was yeah. really good fun. Bye. Let's wrap that up. Thank you. Aye, aye, aye. Thank you. Cool. That was good fun, man. Thank you for coming on.